What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to DLS Central. I'm Damon Smith. Glad to be back with you. It's been a long time. I haven't done a podcast in years, but hey, I'm ready to get back into it. And uh, we go start with the sports. You know, I used to do uh, sports and uh, you know, uh, and the gospel, but. Hey, we're going to start back with sports and we're going to get back into the gospel too. But uh, being as though football season has just started, it's the best time to get back into the game. And so I'm excited. And, you know, it's formerly the Smith cast, but now it's DLS Central. And what's DLS Central? Damon L. Smith. So it's Central because <laughs> this is my central uh, podcast location. So. Let's get into some sports. We had NFL just happen uh, this past week, first week uh, back. I was happy about it. I know everybody was excited. And we had some good games. We had some really good games. Uh, starting off with KC uh, going up against Houston. I knew KC was going to win that game. I think I think everybody knew Kansas City was going to win that game. Um, but we just didn't know how it was going to look. I mean, it was first time seeing the NFL back because they didn't have preseason. Uh, so there was nothing to really get excited about. You didn't get a chance to see the rookies or or uh, see the, the starters back in action just to get a feel for, for things. But they started off, I mean, and it picked up right where they left off. Kansas City did. Uh, that quick strike offense, and then they just have more weapons. It's, they're, they're still going to be a really tough team to beat. Kansas City um, – as long as they're playing the way they're playing, the only team that's going to beat them is is themselves. Um, because even last year, or the games that they lost, I feel like they they mentally beat themselves. They were trying to do too much, trying to force things, and they end up uh, getting beat. Um, the defense also um, still needed some development, but I think this year KC has a chance. Uh, probably really to go 16 and 0. They really do have a good chance to go for it because I don't understand how you're going to be able to to compete against that kind of offense that can score whenever they want to, that can get anything they want. Um, Mahomes is just he he throws darts. He's super accurate. It's, it's he's a hard guy to stop and then he's got all those weapons you got you got speed everywhere and that's what's gonna that's what killed Houston was the speed factor and then uh, it, it's gonna kill a lot of teams but KC looked really great they looked uh, and and acted like the Super Bowl champions and so I don't think there'll be a a, a Super Bowl hangover uh, for the Chiefs I think I think they're gonna be right back in uh, Super Bowl contention uh, to be able to defend their crown against whoever is coming up next. Now, so that was that was the first game, 34 to 20 Chiefs on uh, on Thursday night. I, I picked them. I knew it was going to be a good game. Uh, I didn't. It's like Houston. They've got they've got some weapons, but I, I still think that Houston and they proved it that they still have a lot of holes. Um, they still have to figure out a way to replace uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and they'll they'll figure it out, but I, I think they they need a couple of pieces to really shore up some of their issues, especially on defense. Um, I mean, yeah, they have JJ Watt, but JJ can't do it all. 
I think they they try to use JJ in so many ways, but uh, they also need to address other things. Uh, probably like their linebacking core and maybe some of their defensive backs um, because they they struggle. And they really did struggle against the speed of Kansas City. So they're going to have to shore that up, especially against teams like like San Diego, um, who I mean, not San Diego, uh, like uh, the Saints, like New Orleans, uh, who has a lot of offensive receiving weapons that you actually really do have to deal with. And so that that's going to be a challenge for teams like Houston also. So uh, Chiefs are looking good. Um, and then when you go to the Sunday action, my Browns, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get what's going on with my Browns. Another week one, another terrible showing. Last year, everybody was hyped up. Oh, the Browns, they're about to go to the playoffs. They're about to win the Super Bowl. First game of the season, they get punched in the mouth by Tennessee. And it just totally changed everybody's perception of them and it's and it proved throughout the rest of the season that they just didn't have the toughness they didn't have the 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 toughness to hang in with brutalizing teams like Tennessee that just wear you down with uh, just sheer brute force. <laughs> and so again, they come they come into week one. Uh, they're playing the Ravens, and the Ravens just they they had their way with them. I mean, I knew they weren't going to win because Lamar Jackson is awesome, and the Ravens actually really do have a a great balanced team. But I I didn't expect them to get blown off the field like that I mean they they look like they didn't come to play at all I mean you see Odell Beckham he's on Twitter he's posting oh I'm about to be on my worst behavior and we're about to do this we're about to do that and then you then y'all come out like that I mean it's it's disheartening I'm a I'm a Cleveland Browns fan uh unconditional you know ride or die because uh, one day, one day they're going to turn it around and one day they're going to be awesome. But that day just isn't today just yet. But they've got a lot of issues. Baker is starting to look worse and worse. Uh, I'm concerned about Baker Mayfield because he's going to lose his job if he keeps playing like that. He he still makes the same mistakes. He He's still throwing unnecessary interceptions and he can't get his marquee guys going. I mean, it's like, there's no reason why Odell Beckham couldn't come out just firing all on all cylinders. It's like you have one of the most premier receiving uh, receivers in the league in Odell Beckham. So go out there and use him like make, make teams, see him as a threat um i just feel like we're wasting opportunities with guys we can't say that we don't have stars it's like because we we've been able to say that before oh we don't have anybody uh so you can't expect us to win but now we have pieces we got odell beckham we got jarvis lancher we got kareem hunt we got nick chubb we we have guys but if they can't do anything with it then it's just it's a waste of talent and then we're going to end up blowing up the team again and trading this and trading that guy and then we're going to go back to having nothing but we we've got to show and prove Cleveland 
they have to come out better than that. They can't continue to have these super weak showings, especially against competitive teams like the Ravens. So uh, we got the Bengals next week. Well, this upcoming Thursday, I should say, because I'm recording this uh, Tuesday night. But yeah, Bengals uh, are, are facing the Browns on on Thursday. I really do hope the Browns have a better showing because the Bengals are a team that they can beat. They they can beat Cincinnati, but they have to come ready to play and they have to have a toughness about them. I mean, our our unofficial symbol is the Bulldog, but we we don't play like we've got dog in us. That was that's the whole thing. The dog pound you got, but you got to play. Like you got dog in you, you gotta you gotta play with some with some tenacity. You gotta play with some aggression. You gotta play with some fierceness. Uh, we're we're playing more like puppies than we are bulldogs, <laughs> so <laughs> we gotta fix that. Um, but yeah, the Ravens, Ravens just looked dangerous as as all get out as well. Uh, one game that I enjoyed watching was the Seahawks and the Falcons. Like that was a really good. Um, Really good game. I, th- I thought both teams had a chance to win. I picked Seattle um, because I just felt like Seattle had more firepower. Um, the Falcons are, I mean, Matt Ryan, you're never going to count Matt Ryan out. And they've got some weapons, but I just felt like they never were going to match up completely with what Russell Wilson does on the football field. Russell Wilson is, is awesome. And I, I can't wait to see him get back into a situation where he can play for a championship. They need more pieces, though. Seattle Seattle needs pieces uh, because there were times where they could have put the game away a lot sooner. But because they don't have that many weapons and they don't protect Russell Wilson enough, um, the Falcons were able to hang around. Uh, but that's been a chronic problem for Russell Wilson is the fact that they don't protect him. They just <laughs> that he he takes so much punishment. It is it's a good thing that he's in shape cuz if he wasn't he would be on the IR all the time. All the time. I mean, yeah. So he'd be like Carson Palmer, <laughs> always hurt. <laughs> but it is a it's a good thing he can escape. But uh, the Falcons, they they really, you know, tried to make it a game. Uh, but in the end, Seattle was able to pull away. And they won 35 to 25. Now, Buffalo, I knew Buffalo was going to win that game. And I'm glad that they actually lived up to the hype um, that everybody's been hyping with. Because now that Tom Brady's left New England and a lot of guys have left New England, with even though they have Cam Newton, who when they played a good game against the Dolphins, um, it, it's it's really um, everybody's talking high on the Bills and said that the it, that the AFC uh, AFC East is theirs to take this time, and they have they have good reason to believe that, but we have to see. So, but they took care of business against the Jets, and that's good because if. if all uh, out of all this hype, if they didn't take care of business against the Jets and win, uh, then it's like that you might as well just give the give the credit all the way back to Belichick. Up, oh, New England's gonna take it. I mean, it's still Week One, but the Bills actually showed some competitive fire, so that was good. Now the Bears and the Lions, ugh. <laughs> 
the Lions were winning this game. It's it's totally Lions football. They lost in the absolute Lionsy way possible, and it's against the Bears. The Bears always demoralize the Lions. Um, they've they've done it so many times. They've broken the Lions' heart. Week one, remember when when with uh calvin johnson it wasn't ruled a touchdown um and the bears won they snuck out of there with a win it's like the bears always find a way to break the lion's heart at the last minute and they did it again they let mitchell trubisky help them win this game and for mitchell's part he looked a lot better than he did the previous year uh but there's one game we got to see if he can keep it up and keep it consistent but i think he he caught a lot of flack um, the past few years about people really feeling like he wasn't the type of quarterback to lead the Bears, especially since they have such a great defense. It just seemed like Mitchell Trubisky just ruined a lot of the progress that the defense made oftentimes because he wasn't able to really do anything of significance with the offense and lead the team to, to game winning drives and actually make a difference on the field. But this year, I think he, he's going to try to show and prove that, Hey, I'm different. I'm better. And I'm ready to actually be competitive and go out here and win. So um, I'm rooting for Mitch. Uh, it's, I'm I'm hoping that he continues to be consistent because if he's consistent, the Bears are going to really be formidable in the NFC North. Uh, but that's that division is always heavy. Like that that's a slugfest of a division because you got the Vikings, you got the Bears, you got the Lions, you got the Packers. I mean Lions. I like the fact that they have AP, but they got old AP. I think they they. That's the hard part about the Lions. It's like the thing about the Lions and the Browns, a lot of times they get guys where it's like, okay, well, if we would have got you about three, four years uh, earlier, then it would have been something to talk about. But they're getting an AP on kind of like um, the twilight of his career. And so I don't I don't know how much production you're going to get out of him. But it's good to see that they have at least a, a name uh, at running back. Now, the Packers and the Vikings, I got this wrong. I thought the Vikings are going to win um, because I just I feel like they have they have weapons. But Aaron Rodgers, I mean, what can you say? The man is still is still elite. He's still an elite quarterback. And I felt like he lost some weapons. But because of how great Aaron Rodgers is, he was able to find new options. He's he's one of those quarterbacks that can make stars out of uh, out of players that no other team would be able to make a star out of. Like I mean, Brady can do that. Peyton Manning, you you know, when he was playing, he could do that. Aaron Rodgers is a guy who can do that. He can create a star. He can create a weapon, and that's what separates. The good quarterbacks from the great quarterbacks, from the elite quarterbacks, is to be able to. It's not so much that you always have to have weapons. The the, the best quarterbacks create weapons. They create threats. And so, yeah, the Packers, they <laughs> they took it to the Vikings. Um, they were in control the whole game. And Aaron Rodgers was awesome. And so I got that wrong. I actually thought the Vikings were going to win that. Um, now, Patriots, Dolphins. I got that one wrong too. I thought the Dolphins are going to win because the Dolphins 
they always play uh, the Patriots tough. They it seems like they have their number. They know how to play them. They know what they like to run, and and the Patriots generally do have problems. Uh, playing against Dolphin, the Dolphins from a scheme perspective. But with Cam, I think Cam helps them because he adds a mo- a, a mobility factor um, that Tom Brady didn't have uh, when he was in New England. And so it's like now Cam doesn't have to, if a play breaks down, he can use his legs, whereas uh, Tom really couldn't use his legs like that. But, I mean, the thing with Tom was he would get the ball out so fast that you really wouldn't be able to get to him. But with Cam – he can he can create plays uh, where there's nothing. And so it was a good showing for him. He had a solid performance, and it, it'll be interesting to see how they play uh, going forward. And uh, Belichick's going to be Belichick, and so he, that, that's why he's going to be he, – he's already a, a Hall of Famer. Now, another game that I got wrong was the Washington football team. <laughs> Can we talk about the Washington football team for a minute? They changed the name. I, I wish they would have actually gone the extra mile and voted on the actual name before the start of the season. Because football team, I just feel like they could have did better. <laughs> the Washington football team. I mean, I just they could have did a lot better. I like the logo. Um, I think it's clean. It's crisp. Um, but I mean, they could have went with the Washington Warriors. Like, what? What? Yeah. What? What is the? What's the problem with that? I don't. I don't see how. I mean, that that could have been an easy transition. Um, so, but I have to get used to not seeing the Redskins logo again. I understand why it was taken away uh, because it's offensive, you know, to Native Americans and um, just like my Cleveland Indians, uh, you know, they have to, they had to go away from Chief Wahoo. So I definitely understand it. I just, you know, you, you grew up seeing this stuff and, and you'll miss the logo because you that's what you've seen all your life. And you've seen the name, the Redskins. And, and so it, it'll be something new, something to get used to. But I really do hope when they settle on the name that it's better uh, because the Washington football team. That's just weird. <laughs> but they came out and they totally surprised me. I, when I saw that the score was like 17 to 7 or 17 to nothing Eagles, I was like, oh, yeah, we got this. This is exactly what I knew was going to happen. And then the Eagles just totally fell off a cliff. <laughs> and then I checked the score. I'm like, what? Washington's winning? How? But they, they're scrappy. And so hopefully – and that's a division game anyway. Uh, the the Redskins and the Eagles, you know, can't stand each other anyway. Actually, no no team in that division can stand each other. They yeah, it's really brutal in the in the NFC uh, East. But that was a surprising game, and if Washington can play like that uh, consistently, then they're they're going to give their division some problems. Um, so it's going to be interesting. My eyes are on them. I'm, I'm glad. My boy Haskins had a um, a good debut because uh, Ohio State quarterbacks aren't necessarily um, they don't have a good track record, I should say, in terms of NFL success. Uh, they have great college success, but for some reason it just didn't seem to translate uh, into the pros. And so I'm hoping Dwayne Haskins can can change that that trend. 
Now, the Raiders, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, that's another thing I have to get used to, that, to, for them not being Oakland anymore, not being L.A., but now they're Las Vegas, now they're LV. Uh, I'm happy for the Las Vegas fans uh, because they finally have a, um, I guess, a, uh, a top sports franchise. I mean, I know they had hockey, but when you get a football team, like a, a national football league football team that changes things like that puts it's like that that drives another level of traffic uh to your city they already had the casinos but now they've got a sports team um it, it means something and I'm, and I'm excited i think if the if the uh las vegas was going to have a football team it should be the raiders um it i think it totally fits um with the name and with the probably the city Las Vegas. So I'm happy for the fans there. And I really do hope that they are happy to have an NFL team and I hope they support them uh, because that's the main thing, uh, you know, to, to support uh, your football team. Uh, because if you don't, then, Hey, you end up losing it. So hats off to the Vegas uh, fans. And, and I'm glad that they christened uh, the, the, the week one with the win. And so that was, and it was a competitive game too. The Panthers didn't go away, and uh, yeah, they had to win it. <laughs> they had to win it at the end, and so it was thrilling. And so I, I was, I was glad that the Raiders were able to pull it out. The Carolina Panthers looked good though; like they, they came out, they were competitive. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was balling. I, I, it was. I think the Panthers are a good fit for Bridgewater, um, and he gets to be the man, and he gets to really show us stuff. Um, they still need some pieces. Um, I felt like they, they let the, they let the Raiders off the hook late in that game um, because the Panthers should have won that, but. I'm glad the Raiders won because I picked them. And so, <laughs> next game uh, is the the Jaguars and the Colts. I got this one wrong too. I thought the Colts were gonna win because they had such a good season last year. The Jaguars, I felt like the Jags fell off a cliff um, defensively, especially um, because it just didn't seem like they had the same tenacity that they had like the the year before last. And so. Um, I really thought the Colts were going to control the action. And you got Phillip Rivers there. Phillip Rivers is a marquee quarterback. He knows what he's doing behind center. And I, I just I assumed that they were going to pick up where they left off. But um, they the Jaguars, they, they came with some fire. And I like Gardner Minshew. I like it. <laughs> he's a good quarterback. He makes stuff happen. Um, I hate that the Colts, they lost Mac. Uh, that's going to be huge for them. Um, so hopefully they have another guy that that can uh, pick up the slack. Because uh, if not, they're going to be in a world of trouble. Um, now the Chargers, I picked the Chargers to beat the Bengals. This is because I don't, I don't think the Bengals have anything that people are scared of. I mean, yeah, they have A.J. Green, but... I don't think they fear AJ Green like they used to. And outside of that, I mean, they really don't have any anything that people would be concerned about and I, I don't see them doing too much this year. Um the Chargers, I think they're they're probably middle of the road also, like they generally are. Chargers are generally middle of the road. I think that trend will continue. Um but they got the win against the Bengals, and so I, I won that pick. Now, Saints-Bucks, 
I won this. I picked the Saints to win. Um, I didn't think they were going to win like that. Like they they really took it to the Bucks. Um, but the Saints, one of the things that impressed me about watching the Saints play was their defense has gotten a lot better. To me, watching their watching the Saints over the years, they've they've had good offense. They know how to score, but it seemed like they really didn't know how to cover anybody. And so they would win shootouts. Uh, but um they just really couldn't stop anybody like the saints. They played some hardcore defense, um, today, like, well, not today, but Sunday Brady made it a game. He came back. Um, he had some miscues, uh, two interceptions, which is, which is not Brady esque. I mean, yes, the first week back, but for all the expectations, uh, that Brady has on him, especially, you know, with him being over 40 and he's still playing and now he's on a new team, he's away from Belichick. He's got to prove that he can win without Belichick now uh, because this is his first time not being um, on the same team with Bill Belichick, not allowing Belichick to coach him. So it's it's totally new. Everything is new. And for him to have a, a bad showing like that, it, it, it's something that he's going to have to overcome. I mean, I know it's only one week, but it's it, it's brutal when you're when you're a Tom Brady esque type of player. The expectations are higher, so uh, I'm pretty sure they'll bounce back. But I'm glad to, I'm, I'm, the Saints won that game, so I was happy about that. Now, a game that I lost was the Cardinals beating the 49ers. I picked the Niners. I thought the Niners were going to win. I mean, to me, I mean they they played their heart out against the 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 Chiefs in the Super Bowl and almost won, but the Chiefs the Chiefs uh you know controlled the game and they end up going away with it. But I didn't think that the San Francisco 49ers were going to come out like that. I mean, they came out and the Cardinals just surprised everybody. Kyler Murray and, and DeAndre Hopkins, they had a they had a ball on them. Yeah, it was on they only won by four points, but the fact that the Cardinals could actually play like that against an elite team like the San Francisco 49ers says something about the Cardinals development. And that that NFC West, if, if it's gonna be like that, it's gonna be tough. That's gonna be a tough division. So that that was fun. I, I was surprised that the Cardinals won that one. Now the Rams beat the Cowboys. I, I think I picked the Cowboys to win this. I thought the Cowboys were gonna win this. And of course <laughs> on on Sunday night football, of course the Cowboys are gonna blow it. Uh, of course. I, I'm like Stephen A. Smith. It is is funny uh when they find a way to to the way they lose is epic. It's not that they lost, but it's just it's how they lose. Uh, they they make you think that they're gonna win, and they just they can't pull it together. Um, but the Rams the Rams are are on par with the Cowboys. Rams are are still a a top tier team. Uh, they're they're um, they've got a lot of weapons. Their defense is good. It's like they're balanced. They're balanced offensively and defensively, and so. They were able to really be equal with the Cowboys. And Jared Goff was solid. I, I like the way Jared Goff played. And the defense, again, for the Rams was, was stout. And they made plays when they needed to. 
to um, give the Cowboys uh, cause for pause. Um, now, do I think the Cowboys could have won that game? Yeah. And I know there was a controversial, uh, you know, controversial call. But by and large, I still say it's like the Cowboys, they did enough to where they should have won that game. But they just they couldn't capitalize on key moments and they and they just couldn't punch it in at the end of the game. It seems like they just they they folded under the aggression of the Rams and and they couldn't get in the end zone. And, and that's ultimately what and sometimes when I was watching it, some of the plays that they ran, I was like, you're running that. Um, <laughs> it's like, come on, you need to be more a little bit more aggressive with the play calling. Uh, but I mean. Yeah, they they end up losing it. So we'll we'll see how the Cowboys uh, go 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 this season. I still look to them to really be uh, to have a good record, but this didn't do them any favors. Steelers Giants. This was no question. I knew the Steelers are going to win this. I mean, because the Giants they are a long way away from being uh, a competitive team. And so, but the Steelers. The Steelers are are all like for the most part, the Steelers are competitive. I mean, since I was a kid growing up to to uh, to now uh, being a thirty eight year old, <laughs> um, the Steelers have always been competitive or in the hunt. I just think they have good coaching, they have good scouts, they know how to pick. Uh, really good football players especially at the receiver position it seems like they that's where they excel at a receiver and linebacker and so yeah I just I I had a feeling that they were going to like take out take out the Giants easily which they did they made it look easy Um, and then the of course again the last game the Titans and the Broncos ugly game I, I knew that was going to be the ugliest game of the week <laughs> because because the Titans are so they're so smash mouth they're so ugly like they it's like they play they they play like old school football um just just smash mouth hard nose football but I mean they get the job done and um, poor Goskowski, he just got railed on. I mean but he had a bad night uh, but the good news is he was able to to make it work out in the end but man it it, is going to be hard for him to negotiate a contract uh to to stay on if he's going to have outings like that so he he just he him winning the game maybe saved him his job for a little bit but he did not look good (laughs) so and the broncos i mean they they kept it close um because i don't think that unless the titans really um have an explosion running wise uh they're not going to score a a whole lot of points um but they did enough to hold the broncos off because i mean the broncos just really don't have much in terms of firepower so tennessee was able to hold them at bay Um, but i think if they were playing up against a more high-powered offense then tennessee would probably have problems so but that was week one. It, I was glad to have it back because uh, I miss football. I'm, I'm a big football fan. And so um, it's like I look forward to the NFL when when fall comes around, when, when August hits. I'm like, yes, football season is upon us. So 
glad to see that uh, the NFL back. NBA is in, is is uh, nearing its uh, it, it, it's cum, it's uh, how do I want to say this? It's nearing its coup de gras. There we go. <laughs> it's quintessential moment. We've got uh, the Western Conference Finals uh, getting ready to to get started. Um, I know the the Celtics and the Heat were playing today. Uh, I don't know who's who's winning at the moment, but actually, uh, the Heat. From what I'm seeing, is that the Heat like they won this game, which is good. So uh, the Heat take game one. It looks like the Clippers are up ten on the Nuggets, and so. Clippers, they need to handle business. Clippers, Clippers have to come to play. They can't let Denver come back. And Denver doesn't care about being down. That's the thing about Denver. They were down a couple of times in this series, but they they came back. Like they don't have quit in them. You're gonna like like other sportscasters are saying. Like you're gonna have to to close out the game. You're really gonna have to go all out and wear. Denver all the way out um, to totally shatter their confidence um, but the Clippers they, they they have they play with the switch and and it's the same switch that um, the 2000 and, and um, like the Pistons of between like 2004 and 2009 had they were they just had this switch where you could turn it on and turn it off uh, whenever you whenever you want you know because they they had success, but it's like just because you have success and you're successful and you won a championship, uh, you you can't just switch it on and switch it off. You can't play like that because eventually the power in the switch isn't going to work. You're not going to be able to turn on uh, the, the, the firepower needed to be able to win the game. And so the Nuggets, they're, they're not going to go away. They've got a lot of athleticism uh, and they match up uh, more than... I guess people expect them to against the Clippers. So game seven is definitive. Kawhi's got to be Kawhi. I, I I think Kawhi is top ten uh, in the like all time already. Um, just because of the type of game that he has, and if he wins another ring, which is very well in play, I still think the Clippers uh, probably have. Um, like the best shot at beating the Lakers. Um, I think if the, if the Lakers beat the Clippers, then, then they're going to win the NBA championship. Cause I don't think the Celtics or the heat are going to beat the Lakers, but I mean, it could happen, but I don't, I don't foresee it happening, but the, the Clippers definitely can beat the Lakers. I just think that um, they, they have the pieces to give the Lakers fits because uh, outside of LeBron and AD, everybody else, I mean, and maybe Rondo, I guess I could say outside of LeBron, AD and Rondo, the Lakers are pretty, pretty feast or famine. And so, but the Clippers, they have more guys that you can count on, or at least you, you should be able to say that, but it's like, Paul George has disappearing X. Uh, Pat Beverly doesn't always do what he needs to do. Kawhi has cold spots. And so it's just, it, it's hard. But uh, again, I, I see the Clippers winning this series. They have to win the series. But I'm surprised that Houston went out like they went out. I thought Houston was going to really 
take it to the Lakers and potentially beat them because Harden is unguardable. But the way they played against the the way they played against the Lakers, like the Lakers owned them. I didn't expect that to go to them to lose four one like that. And if anything, it really tarnishes James Harden's legacy. I mean, you have to look at James Harden different after this season. It's like, yeah, you can say, oh, Russell Westbrook didn't do what he needed to do, or you know, he he had his he had a total meltdown in the playoffs. But that's James Harden's team. It's like he's putting up sixty and all this stuff in the regular season, but you need that in in the playoffs. And that's what's the most telling is that he can do all this stuff in in the regular season. But when you need him in the playoffs, he, he has a disappearing act again. And it's been proven time and time again. And so I know everybody's t- talking about, oh, Westbrook need to go out of there. I mean, they might need to think about James Harden <laughs> because – He's he's just proven many times that he can only get you so far. There are limits to where he can take you. When he gets tight in the playoffs, he can't deliver. And so they they really have some decisions to make. I I, I really do think so. Um, for them to go down like that again, they missed their window. They they really did. Um, they they missed a huge window. Um, they should have been contending for a championship uh, either last year or or the year before last. Uh, but they just something happened and they they couldn't they just couldn't do it. But yeah, Houston. I think their 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 season has passed. It reminds me of when the Clippers melted down, and it was gonna be their year for them to break through. And with Blake and and CP three, and and then they just they let Golden State or it, no no they let Houston uh, come back and just totally demoralize them. And I just think the same thing has happened here. And I don't think that you keep that same nucleus together after the season, considering what happened, because the Clippers, as long as Kawhi's there, they're not going anywhere. The Denver Nuggets look like they've arrived. Um, Lakers are are looking pretty strong. Um, And then you got Portland to worry about. Portland had a really good showing this year in the playoffs, Um, even though they, you know, they lost. But I mean, they they've got weapons, too. So. And then, of course, Golden State is coming back, and you know Steph and Clay are gonna, and, and Draymond are gonna be on a mission to prove, like, hey, we're the we're the kings of the West, and and they're gonna come in right back to try and take the crown. Uh, so, I think if you're Houston, you blew it. Houston, they they will probably never get that kind of position again to where they can contend. Uh, for a title um, seriously especially um, now so I I feel bad for Houston and I I feel bad for the fans because I really felt like if it wasn't their year last year it was going to be their year this year and for that not to happen that's a shame and and for them to go out like that and you've got Russell Westbrook on team got Russell Westbrook you got you've got so much firepower, but it's like, what has happened to Russell Westbrook? He's, he 
he used to be such a dangerous threat. I mean, but now it was like they they were like, oh yeah, sure, Russ, go ahead and shoot. We don't care if we shoot. Like, I mean, you are you open for a reason? It's like Russ has actually become the open for a reason guy now. Like, really? It, it's a shame. But and, and some people will probably say, well, he's on. He really doesn't fit the Rockets. He needs he needs to be in a different situation, which may be true. But um. It's there's little reason why Houston shouldn't have gone further than they did. So we get to see what what's going to happen. We're going to find out um, who's going to match up against the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be good. You know, I can't watch for some reason. I can't watch LeBron James. The same reason I couldn't watch Michael Jordan uh, when he was playing. It's just because I I care too much. <laughs> I, I care too much about about seeing them play, and I, I never want to see Michael Jordan lose. I I, I never want to see LeBron lose. Um, and so the, those are those guys that are just like I can't watch them play. I just I just can't do it. Um, but in the event that the Lakers lose and the, it's the Clippers against whoever in the NBA Finals, I'm like cool. I can actually watch the NBA Finals. <laughs> And, and and feel cool because there's no skin in the game, but yeah, so but it, it's gonna be great either way. And so hey, this has been a wonderful welcome back episode of of DLS Central. Tune in again next week. I don't know exactly what day I'm gonna put another podcast down, but uh, we will be dropping again next week. Uh, we'll probably get back into uh, adding wrestling into the forty because you know I'm, I'm a professional wrestling fan, and so you know we we're gonna talk about what's going on on Raw and SmackDown and NXT. Uh, probably not so much NXT, but you know definitely Raw and SmackDown. Uh, those are the ones that I really follow. But NXT is great. I I really do enjoy NXT. So. Uh, that that's going to be uh, going on next week. Love you. God bless you. And hey, remember to keep God first always and forever. Take care. Thanks for listening.